Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Minnesota-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Minnesota artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Rolling. Today on The Sound, we dig into True Story, the latest album from Greg Hall and The Wrecking Ball. True Story is a heartfelt collection of Midwestern country songs that take an honest look at the life of a musician, dealing with subjects ranging from addiction to love, women troubles, and growing up in the Midwest. Stick around as Greg Hall joins us to discuss his new album, True Story, on The Sound. Some call me an outlaw, some use other names. More like Waylon Jennings and less like Jesse James. Time has come for me to settle down and find a woman to call my own. I want a pretty brunette haired girl tonight to take me home. And that was Brunette. That's off of Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball's new album called True Story. And we have Greg Hall with us on the phone today. Hey, Greg, how you doing? I'm well, bro. How's it going? Good. Real good. Um, just want to say, fantastic release show the other day. Uh, you played Driftless Music Gardens uh, for a drive-in concert, um, which was my first time experiencing something like that. But uh, <laughs> fantastic performance. Yeah. I mean, I loved the drive-in aspect, too, just because you could just kind of sit and chill in your own area with a cooler and a grill, you know, and yep. and uh, hear good tunes. But, yeah, awesome performance, man. Totally loved it. Totally loved it. Um, and, you know, I just kind of want to start maybe towards the beginning. Like, uh, you know, you've been a part of the lacrosse music scene for quite some time now. Um, how did you get your start playing music and uh, get into the scene and stuff? Um, well, you know, I always play, I've been, you know, playing guitar, you know, since I was about nine years old, and, you know, everybody does their high school garage bands, and then I hooked up locally with my best friend, Lucas Hemd, um, his father, Randy, um, and his uncle, Billy, were very avid in, like, the local blues scene, mm-hmm. and, um, just, you know, singer-songwriter kind of stuff, too, so we just kind of got, that's, they kind of got my foot in the door, um, you know. And then the rest is kind of history. We just, and then me and Luke, we still play out. He's one of my best friends. We still play out every once in a while. But um, 
kind of got started there, and then I went to college at Stout, did an acoustic cafe gig, you know, and then it, that got the ball rolling, and then, you know. Cool. Was, you know, then um, it's just all of a sudden having this, this really cool thing that um, that we can make money at and have fun, and yeah, um, well, it was exciting, you know. Totally, totally. Um, you know, what? so you said you went to school in uh, Stout. Uh, what brought you back to lacrosse? You know, a lot of times musicians move away. Yeah, you know? um, I just, you know, there's something about this place that's magical. I mean, the rolling hills and the river, and my parents got a farm. My roots are here, mm-hmm. so... Um, I knew that this was my home base anyway, so, and I, w- I went back to school, I went to UWL, and I went to TC, so, mm-hmm. you know, we had the Smoking Bandits and Mickey Evers band back in those days, so, you know, this is my hometown, this is this is where I grew up, and uh, yeah, I saw my roots here, and then still, I mean, we still got out, and we toured um, with the Smoking Bandits, I toured with Nicholas David and the Fema Band, White Iron Band, I mean, we got up, we made the rounds, you mm-hmm. know, we always come back, I always like to come back here, right? Um, just because... You know, I mean, you live here. It's, yeah. The Driftless is, there's just something magical about it, and it just keeps me grounded here. <laughs> totally. Well, I was going to say, too, that uh, uh, personally, I love river towns, you know? And yeah, uh, yeah. I think there's something special going on here in, like, La Crosse, Winona area, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Um, uh, I want to get back to some tunes, but before that, I just want to ask another question. Um, you've also kind of straddled the line between like covers and originals, you know. I mean, I've yep. seen you do both at shows. Um, why not one or the other? And what you know, what's the uh, thinking behind that? Well, I just I like to play covers. Uh-huh. I mean, that's basically what it is. Cool. Yeah, this is <laughs> um, fun, you know, right? Because you know, everybody, you know, because it's good to play your own stuff. All the, you know, and then throwing something in there that everybody knows just kind of keeps. Um, for me, it was just it keeps on our toes, and and actually, and like I said, I just I love Neil Young, Bob Dylan, and the Dad, mm-hmm. and I just like to play this. I I like to play cover songs. <laughs> I mean, that's all. That's my explanation. Cool. Um, you know, and then throwing that. You know, I try to keep it original, heavy. It all depends on the cert- on the situation too. You know, right on the gig and all that kind of stuff. Because, like, as a musician, like, I can't just take the cool the gigs that, um, like, Driftless Music, you know, you kind of got to do the coffee shops, you got to do the um, ambiance kind of background music thing, because mm-hmm. you got to kind of have your head on a swivel. If you don't want to have a day job, <laughs> right? you really kind of got to adapt to those situations. And sometimes they call for covers, and sometimes they call for regular. You kind of be able, could be able to be diverse and play whatever crowd that you're playing for. Right. Um, that's how it kind of keeps me in business as covers too, in a way, you uh-huh. know. Yeah. My I own a company called Deets Production. Mm-hmm. We've done several tribute shows. Basically, the tribute shows for me help me maintain my originality by you know making the money off those to pay for the oh, original music that right. I'm putting out there. You know, because um, it's hard. You know, it's easier to to get people to call. Hey, I'm doing all Neil Young tonight. Uh-huh. You know, right. So right. hey, I'm playing all Greg Hall songs. <laughs> I mean, eventually I'm going to get there. I mean, that's the goal. But, you know, it's good to have that those sources of income. Definitely. Because you know, we got to make money to support our creativity and our originality. And um, sometimes that's just hard to do right off the bat, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get started. You know, it takes a while to develop. I mean, for some people, it happens faster than, you know, it's just kind of luck of the draw and just put in the work, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you got to be smart about it and have fun too, right? So yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah, so. You know, um, I, I want to cut to this next tune, but I also you mentioned uh, doing the tribute shows. 
Yep. And I was uh, looking at your website and it listed some of the sh- tribute shows you've done in the past. And uh, you did a tribute to one of my all-time favorite albums, Sticky Fingers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, what, that was a good one. What man. was that like? Because I, I that was, love that album. It was great. We had um, had uh, my buddy Ryan Torgerson on drums. Oh, cool. I know um, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Paulie, which mm-hmm. was like one of my best buddies. Cool. He, was, he, played, he was Keith. My friend Cody Apple was Mick. I, it was kind of cool for me. I kind of got to lay back and just uh, play the chords. Just be chill. The guitar player. Right, right. Which, which is nice every once in a while, you know. No, that was great. And then because whatever I did those shows, like I do the whole album mm-hmm. first set, and then the second set we kind of do like greatest hits. Oh, cool! So, it's always fun to like you know we kind of had that formula going for a while. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That was fun. I have yet there, to... There's songs that I already knew. Like I always pick the artists that I already know. Uh-huh. I already know fifty pun, fifty million Neil Young songs. So I'm doing the Neil Young too with me. Right, I can you know, or Tom Petty, or you know, mm-hmm. so it's like a lot less work. And then you get the, you know, and then you know, and then what I like to do now is if I do a tribute show, every other song I play one of my own. Oh, cool! And, you know, nobody ever really even notices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And okay, wait, well, I got you all here. Guess what? You're hearing some of my stuff too. Yeah. And then you know, I think I think that we had we got some pretty catchy tunes of our own, too, so nobody ever really minds. Right. Right. Well. You know, Speaking of which, let's uh, get back to the tunes and uh, play some more for people. Right on. Um, this next one is called Good Looking Woman. And uh, we're talking to Greg Hall from Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball today. This is a tune from their new album called True Story. Uh, this is Good Looking Woman right here on The Sound on 89.5 KQL Winona. Good-looking woman. That's from Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball. That's from their new album, True Story, that just came out. And uh, we have Greg Hall on the phone today with us. Uh, Greg, so uh, we played two tracks so far, the first two tracks on the album, uh, Brunette and Good-looking Women or woman uh women and women troubles are kind of a common theme in country music and music in general. Um, yeah. What else inspires you, you know? Um, you know, I gotta tell you, um, Living in this area has inspired me too, and then I like—I just like my the true story. I mean, that's what I like about that album, true story. I mean, the songs I write are true story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of them have heartache, and everybody's gone through. You know, like every song I write, I, I try to relate it to, you know, what everybody has gone through at some point in time. Like, right. so like the brunette song, 
this is what I'm looking for in a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> right. You know, or you know what I mean? And then um good looking woman, you know, I'm just looking for a one nighter. I mean, mm-hmm. we've all been there. We've all been right. you know, especially in the musician world. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? And just making songs relatable. You know, I mean I especially country country songs. I grew up I'm I'm a hick, dude. I grew up in the woods. Uh, my parents are my dad has an organic farm out of Madari, so that, nice. that I mean, we live off the land. I mean, we we hunted the meat off our land. We drew especially my dad. My dad is the most sustainable person I know. So those country music roots and listen, listen to my very first concert I ever went to was Johnny Cash and the Carter family. So oh, from a young cool. age, I just had that country feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lived it. Right. <laughs> and uh, still, I mean, I moved to the city front, but anyway, but uh. But I think that's that's good, you know, because that comes through in the music, I think, you know, it comes mm-hmm. through in your you tunes. Know, and, um, like George Jones and Johnny Cash and Marty Stewart, are mm-hmm. all these artists that I grew up listening to. Yeah. Um, so, and then, you know, we went, and then high school on to the dead and Zeppelin, and then joining White Iron Band um, in the late 2000s kind of brought me back to like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is the stuff I, you know, mm-hmm. kind of brought me back into that wheelhouse you know, um, for lack of a better word. Right. Um, probably well, back on my roots and those boys, and like I fit in so well with those guys because they're the same like, like me blue collar dudes and mm-hmm. just, you know, want to get out and play. Like there was no ever, not any drama ever in that band. We just got in the van and we went and played. And oh, we had that's fun. cool. Like those are by far, you know, the by far the most drama free band. I was in the new wrecking ball, but you know what it is, you're young and you're cocky and egos clash and you're, Right, you know, it's just so dumb. Like looking back on it, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just shut up and just play. <laughs> right, just, right. Man. Everyone but goes through it, though, right? But um, but anyway, I mean, I don't still done. I'm going on three years, no booze here in in August. So, oh, cool. I mean, the Congrats. Good album, like a turning point for me, because like I really put my time and effort and in, in, into the right things, not only in that album but with my life too. And mm-hmm. it's just like it seems to open up. It opens up more doors for you instead of, you know, just digging that hole of partying, you know what I mean? Like, um, getting up out of that scene and getting up on a different level, it's right. way better. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> you know, and I want to be one of those people that say, wow, Cheech did it. I can do it. I can do it too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you totally. Know I mean? And once you, in, you know, once you get your mind set to that's what you want to do, it's not that hard. And then right. once you can get past the uncomfortableness of not partying mm-hmm. and you can go to a show and you savor it. Like I remember Joe Price, one of my best buddies, seeing him play with sober eyes was mind blowing because I always knew he was great, but it's like, Oh my God. Like, <laughs> you know, like you're looking at it through a filter, but now it's like that filter is gone. And you can really mm-hmm. take in what he's doing and what, he, you know, and I, I, my, I was just like, yes, that was, you know, this is, so much better. <laughs> cool, cool. The remembering skills too, instead of just right. Not, yeah, you know, that's I something know, I enjoy is remembering the show now. <laughs> Moderation was never a thing for me. So right, right. <laughs> Living that outlaw, outlaw, you know. Exactly, but, you know, but I think kinda, I think you got a lot of good tunes out of it. You know, I did, and I, I we had a lot of good times. I have no regrets whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Cool. But I'm glad that I finally kind of, you know, I like. like Sober in October, I'm sick and tired. I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that was the yep. God's honest truth. Yep, yep. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, You know, speaking about true stories and stuff like that, um, the next tune I want to play is Liberty Street. Yep. Um, did you spend a lot of time on Liberty Street? Did you live there? Because it's, it's a pretty cool story I'm in that song. Um, like I was telling you about my friend, the Hems, before. Well, Randy Hem was my me- my mentor. Like, my blues, like, he passed away in 2002. He was mm-hmm. my best friend's dad. He's like my rock and roll dad. Right. You know, like, he had the tattoos and the long hair and the cool and the Harley. I'm like, that's the kind of guy, you know. Right. kind of, like, set that bar, like. Yeah, like yeah, I want to be—I don't want to be him, but I want to be—that's the kind of person I want to be. Mm-hmm. Just a good person, that you know, playing music and you know, this is the kind of style. I mean, we all—you know—I kind of knew I wanted to be that anyway, but it's just like nice to have a mentor, somebody that had already gone through it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he lived on Liberty Street, and that's kind of where I met all this, this group of musicians on Liberty Street. And Randy used to write stuff down like little notes and he'd put in his wallet, like little cool for sayings for words of song. And then the one day he showed me this one, Liberty Street, where people run away to and crazy people meet. Oh. And then he passed. Then he passed away. Oh, wow. At only 47. Um, and so I, I wanted to, it's almost like a remembrance of my friends. And mm-hmm. I wrote the song. And I wrote that song when I was 20 years old. So it's oh. an older song. And I've recorded it before, but I really wanted to bring it back give it like a 20 year anniversary theme and mm-hmm. kind of before it was like this long jammy we were into the dead and fish at that point in time so it was like this long jammy thing that was in the middle but i want to make it more like radio friendly so mm-hmm. i kind of chopped it down and made it more organic like the way it wrote it the first time cool and because i think a lot of people want, want like that song so i wanted to have a nice version of it to give people mm-hmm. like because the other one that we did is like 20 years old and it's you know, just 20 years old. <laughs> right, right. So I want to have a nice quality recording of that song. It just seems like that's one people request all the time. I can't remember. I've never not played a gig and not, or I don't know if that came out right. I've sang that song every gig since I was, since I wrote it. So oh, it's one cool. of them songs that everybody likes. And, it's, and so many people are from Liberty Street. And Liberty Street is the Liberty Street in every town. Mm-hmm. And every sentence of that is a true story. You know, oh, like cool. all that stuff happened. Right. Oh, the guy wow. that chased he he ate so much acid and he went nuts and he would chase the bus up and down the street. <laughs> hear him coming. We all all dudes out there. You know, I mean, all that weird weirdness is that little vortex in Liberty Street. This little chunk of space and time in the North Side in my life. You know, it was just you know, it's just kind of where it all started. Right, right. Awesome. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, We are talking to Greg Hall today from Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball, and uh, this next tune is from their new album, True Story. Uh, This one is Liberty Street, right here on The Sound on 89.5 KQL Winona.
bus You ate too much ass of these friggin' nuts On Liberty Street On Liberty Street You got a gig tonight at local bar Out the window, probably see a cop on Liberty Street. On Liberty Street. But it's where people run away to and crazy people meet. It's where there's bullet holes on every side, on every street. It's where you got a place to crash every day of the week. Down on Liberty And that was Liberty Street. That's from Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball's new album, True Story. And uh, we have Greg Hall on the phone with us today. Uh, Greg, you know, I was reading uh, in the Lacrosse Tribune that you said releasing this album while shows are shut down because of COVID kind of helped you spend more time on the mixes. Yep. Um, can you explain for our listeners like how that would normally work and what's different about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it was mixed by Dil- my friend Dylan Knopf out of Rocket Sync Records. He's in a band called Apollo Cobra. I don't oh, know if they've played yeah. on him. Sure. Yep. He mixed it. He did a fabulous job. Cool, yeah. But uh, the more, um, what I was kind of referring to, um, the mastering process, we couldn't go into my friend Michael Von Mucho, he's a, a local guy here. He's awesome. Like he's, he's done amazing things with Bill Miller. Bill Miller mm-hmm. is a local guy. He won a bunch of Grammys. Yeah. Um, for Native American music and Mike produced all those. He's just, he's got stories, man. Like he's, he's the guy that I know that's been around the most. And, um, well with COVID, we couldn't go into the studio. Like I couldn't, we couldn't sit in and listen together. Right. So mm-hmm. we were just passing emails back and forth. Well, turn this up here, turn this up there. And Christian Staley of the Spoken Band, he, he helped me produce the album too. But, just going back and forth, which probably wouldn't have taken as long had we been able to sit together in the studio, um, you know, but it was like right when that hit, so we were taking all the necessary, uh, still taking all the necessary precautions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that process just took a little bit longer than it normally would, but but the end result was exactly, you know, there's no re- no regrets on this one, you know, because right. a lot of times... Oh, I should have done that. Oh, I mean, other than maybe one or two notes where I sing off key, <laughs> but that's just me <laughs> being you know your own your Picking your your own. own worst critic. But, right. Uh, yeah. So that process just took a little bit longer, I mean, because we all have lives too. So mm-hmm. I mean, um, but I but we didn't didn't matter because we we're, we're not playing any gigs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. Let's yeah. Get it done and let's get it done right. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, it's by far the best album I've put out of my own stuff yeah without a doubt and uh, the way that and all my the bandmates that i have now are just the most reliable people and just so just so hard working and they i send them the songs and they learn the songs and there's no drama and it's just you know i feel like i i got my self together and then all of a sudden the the right people organically found their way you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like instead of fighting and struggling you know now it's just like I'm down a different path and all these people found me on that path that probably wouldn't have found me had I had not, you know, quit drinking and partying all the time. So right. I'm very grateful. I'm so grateful. 
That's right now awesome. for, for every part of my life that since I put that bottle down, <laughs> <it's> been, <laughs> I mean, it's been life, I mean, obviously it's been life changing, but it's, uh, it's the best thing by far and best decision I've ever made. <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, I think everyone did a hell of a job on this because the album turned out great. Yeah. It's, yeah. I it's agree. really cool, man. I love it. Um, and I love this next tune. Uh, it's called Jacqueline. Uh, the live performance that you did, oh, man, you just killed it. It was, it was fantastic. I, seriously, I love that tune. Um, and this one kind of has more of like a, a little bit maybe like an R&B influence or Motown feel to it. Yeah, yeah. It was. I was going for an Otis Redding kind of sound. Cool. Um, and, uh, but more kind of keeping it country, like having uh-huh. a pedal steel. Right. Uh, I thought it was... You know, like, how do you make it more country? Oh, throw a pedal steel on it. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, obviously. But uh, And then I added some horns. Um, actually, a guy from Winona, Gary Ernst, I don't know if I said his last name, but uh, he's a band director, either at the I think at the middle school of Winona. He okay. actually wrote the horn part for me. Oh, really? Um, cool. Yeah, Ernest, Gary Ernest. Okay, I know um, him, yeah. He, uh, Bob Ogren, my buddy... My bass player fixes horns at Lightholes, and Bob Ogren is one of the, like, a legendary horn repair guy. So he reached out to Gary for me, and Gary did me a huge favor. And then Bob and Diedrich, my bass player, played, Bob played sax, and Diedrich did the trumpet part. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and, that's, and I was just going for that, Mo, exactly that Motown R&B, you know, trying to keep this album not strictly country. You mm-hmm. know, I tried to jump off that beat the beaten path a little bit but still keeping those country vibes yeah. alive in it you know yeah. like the pedal steel and the fiddle and stuff totally well it's got a nice cohesive country feel to it but there's like adventures out you know like uh like this tune you know it's got that kind of like you said otis redding you know yeah i love that um that's interesting uh gary Ernest was my uh junior high band director so yeah 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 that. there you go yeah, yeah I mean, pretty cool small world awesome. For yeah, sure. Well, let's time. let's hear it. Uh, let's play it for people. This is Jacqueline from uh, Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball's new album called True Story. And we're talking to Greg Hall today. Uh, so let's check this tune out. It's Jacqueline right here on The Sound on 89.5 KQL Winona. She's a woman. No. She's a lady. Lucky man, 
And that was Jacqueline. That's from Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball's new album called True Story. And uh, we have Greg Hall on the phone with us today. Uh, Greg, uh, I love, you know, we were just talking about that tune and, you know, the horn parts in it and the, uh, the feel to it. Um, I also love the organ in that one. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of the organ. And, uh, and, and the whole band sounds great, too. And you kind of touched on this a little bit, how it fell together. But um, how did you put together the Wrecking Ball specifically? Like, did you have to really try, or did they just come to you? Yeah, well, this? you know, we've been a band since 2013. And okay. the only tr- there's only me and one other guy from that original lineup. So it was just like, you know, I mean, that's just how bands work. You find mm-hmm. different people. Yep. But this... Um, specific lineup it just you know it just kind of happened i don't really know how it happened cool. <laughs> people cool. come and go like i kept lawn braceweight my main guitar player and like my kind of like my number two guy you know he kind of his 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 riffing is more country sounding than my own okay so i could like write a riff and then show it to him and he kind of make it his own and really establish my songwriting with his guitar playing you know the cool. Kelly chicken picking mm-hmm. almost kind of buddy holly sounding um tone you know that and um and i've just kept him and then everybody else kind of come going me my friend um uh, well one of my my keyboard players just passed away um johnny peterson he's from monona he's oh, wow. he was he played with kenny chesney and Vern gosden and patty loveless and oh, all wow. these really famous people in the late 80s, early 90s, um, down in Nashville, and th- this guy could play, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like, every time he did a solo, he got a standing ovation, and then he he, had, he passed away um, um, last, just a, about a month and a half ago. Oh, wow. Or so. So, we're missing him, but Lisa Friesen kind of came in, because he had been sick, and then Lisa kind of just joined the band. She was in this band called Slow No Way, Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, we did a Beatles tribute together, and then um, she just she fit right in, you know. And she did, she's been doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked featuring her. I tried to feature everybody at least in one song on the album, and that was definitely the one where I like how it peaks and it breaks into her solo, and she right. just keeps it nice and she's almost like you know our own Bobby Nelson in a way. Like she's just this little petite thing, but with a very cool sound you know <laughs> uh-huh. yeah totally Love and um it. Yeah, and it never hurts to have a pretty girl in the band <laughs> right right that's that's true <laughs> but no but she's a workhorse man she comes in she knows her stuff but she lays it down mm-hmm. and um, i'm really proud of she's came up definitely uh getting really familiar with the songs like i was watching some of her stuff solos on some saturday because i couldn't hear everything she was doing you know from where i was sitting but holy cow she sound good so Cool. Well, let's. Uh, uh, the next tune I want to play is actually uh, uh, the first single, I believe, uh, "Glow," and you have a video yep. out for that one. Uh, you can see that on YouTube. Look, just look up Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball "Glow." Yep. Um, how did the uh, video come about? Like, um, how, who produced it? How'd you go about doing um, it? Like? The guy, Michael. I'm gonna see his last name wrong. Michael Calerico. Um, Dylan Overhaus. Dylan Overhaus is a good friend of mine, and he's done some. Uh, Work for me in the past, mm-hmm. um, and he's he's done a lot of work for a lot of uh, local musicians. But um, we got together, and I gave him this premise about how exactly I wanted this video to flow. Um, with the act, I mean Alexandra, she's she's been 
singing in the band now. We had our first gig with her and her uh, partner, Kale, plays fiddle on it, too. Cool. So I wanted to have the storyline, and then we put it together, and he goes, hey, well, you know, we could bring in my friend Michael and boost it up for a little bit more uh, money, but we can really make it, you know, I'm like, all right, let's do it. So then we did we did the first half, and then, of course, COVID hit, and then we had to get it done because Alex and Kale are having a baby, so she was starting a show, so right. we had to get the video done. She was, you know, because now she's, you know, five, six months pregnant. I yeah, don't know, sure, but uh, so we had to get it done, and then, um, yeah, it, it turned out really well, and it's yeah. just how I envisioned it looking, and then having these guys come in and share their ideas and the camera angles and the the drone shot from the bluff, like uh-huh. it turned out awesome. Yeah, man. dude. So and we're trying now. I'm working with um. Oh, it reminds me, I need to do this with Tinderbox Music out of the oh, cities yeah. too. We're gonna try doing some YouTube stuff and and they're gonna help me distribute the album on some of these independent stations across the country so oh, that's cool. kind of the, the next move here because what else can we do we can't play right <laughs> so yeah so might as well use the interweb exactly you know? that's a, and I don't know anything about it I'm old school dude like uh-huh. I can barely check my email <laughs> so bringing these guys in to hey we'll do it like this okay <laughs> I have right. no idea what you're talking about right. but I trust you yeah, things have changed, haven't they? I was at a stoplight the other day, and I noticed the telephone pole and all the old staples in it and stuff, and there's no flyers left on it, you know? Yeah. You know, in yeah. the old days, yeah, it was I mean, they were covered. And it's like, is that the days of hanging out flyers? I mean, are flyers almost obsolete? I don't know. I hope not. I love them. <laughs> I know, me too. But my problem is, we, the, my friend Carrie Staley, um, she makes them so good that people steal them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we did this Pink Floyd tribute once, and every single one of them would get stolen. I'm like, oh, all right, wow. well, you got to tone it down, I guess. <laughs> Make it more informative than mind-blowing. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, that's cool, though. People are seeing them. Well, the yeah, people yeah, take them. Yeah, yeah, seeing them. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, let's check it out. Uh, this next tune is called Glow. Uh, this is from Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball's new album called True Story. And you are listening to The Sound right here on 89.5 KQL Winona. That girl makes me glow. I take her everywhere I go. She's the only one for me
And that was Glow from Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball. That's off their new album called True Story. And uh, we have Greg Hall on the phone with us today. Uh, Greg, so uh, what's up next for uh, Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball? Well, we got we have um, we got a gig coming up at the end of the month up in Brooklyn, Wisconsin. Oh, um, yeah, with uh, Way Jennings. Uh, what? Is, yeah, we're opening up for Way Jennings, Waylon's grandson at um, the Meyer Barn. Yeah, I met this guy Andy Meyer. Man, he is just he's a go getter. Um, he's got they call it the, he's got the Main Street Music and More in downtown Brooklyn. Um, but he's also got this out of this place is, that calls it the Meyer Barn. Mm-hmm. And it's out on its land, and this is, you want to talk about a party barn. This is the coolest party, like, venue I've ever seen oh, in cool. a barn. <laughs> like, it's, and I, but I think, I, but I think the, the show is going to be outside, you know, because of COVID. But right. We, we did a show, we, I played with Bill Miller up there, the Wrecking Ball, we opened oh, for cool. him. And this play, I mean, it's so cool. It's like a country music video, oh. this play. And he owns a, he owned an antique store, too, so he's got it down up. Super awesome, and then um, Spirit Wind Fest, I believe it's called. Oh, okay, Sorry, Andy, if I'm saying that wrong. But um, it's the, that that weekend. Bill Miller's playing. Um, Way Jennings is playing. There's a bunch of a bunch of good good bands playing up there. So he's got a good thing going on, and it, he's got a lot of room. So I mean, it's real spread out. It's real pretty, COVID friendly atmosphere, and they're just good people right. trying to do something. He's just trying to make. His little town, put him on the in um on the map, and uh, he's a hard worker, and he's just trying to, you know, I have so much respect for him, and he was a, a Deez Fest sponsor last year, and I just met him. Oh, he's cool. really good friends with Bill Miller, so it's like this growing, it's just nice being a musician around here and having all these little communities that you can go and hang out, you right. know, like the, like the White Iron Band's Entourage in Minnesota, it's like this you know, like brother and sisterhood of just these, you know, just good people, you right. know, like wherever you go, like this entourage of just, you know, people that would take a bullet for you, bend over back, take the shirt off, you know, uh-huh. and then, then there's all these, like the Midwest, man, everybody's cool. There's right. no, no big egos or anything like that. We're all in it together. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it's like anywhere else, but right here, I mean, that's part of what keeps me here too. Like I can actually make a living playing just a few gigs a week and teaching and um, living in this beautiful spot and it doesn't cost an arm and a leg to live here and it's, you know, I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know right. where I was going with this tangent. Well, it's got whatever. that, you know, the Midwest has that kind of down home, like you said, like a brotherhood, sisterhood feeling, you know, where, yeah, and it, and I think that comes through in the music with with everyone, you know, you guys, White you Iron, know. you know. So yeah. totally. Speaking of White Iron Band, anything new on that front? Because you play with well, them too. Um, yeah, well, Matt, Matt, Poot, Matt, our lead singer, guitar player, is. Um, we've been working on some newer tunes with him, um, trying to maybe take it a different direction. Um, we just got done. We recorded up the Pachyderm oh, last cool. weekend. With uh, Chad Staley produced it, and it was me and Sammy Wyant and Matt Poot from White Iron. Then we had Timmy from Trampled by Turtles. Nice. On bass, and then we had JT Bass, a killer drummer from uh, Twin Cities, and um, it was awesome. More, more of a rock and more of a rock and roll, really sounding. Those tunes that we did anyway. Um, but Matt, Matt is by far the best songwriter I have, I know, like that I've cool. ever actually met. He, that guy, can write songs, and that's <laughs> why I've always been 
a huge fan of White Iron Band before I was joined the band. Like I literally joined my favorite band <laughs> of all time. Awesome. Like I'm in my favorite band. Right. You know, the songs that he writes and Sammy White is the, the best guitar player I've ever seen. Nice. I mean, he is he has this natural ability to play unlike I've ever heard anybody. I mean, I even like <sighs> it's mind blowing. Like I will have a song and I need a riff for it. I would for months I work on a riff. He can come in on the first oh, okay, and play this perfect <laughs> like and he's so humble, like <sighs> Awesome. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. he's just, just this dude that works on VWs that has a lives out in the country, and it's just you know, just it's just unbelievable. Like his presence and aura is just you know, that's it's just, awesome. Just a cool guy to be around. Like I, I feel like a better person when I hang out with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> right on. You know, man. And it definitely makes me a better guitar player because I still mm-hmm. live from him religiously. Yeah. Know? And it makes me step up my game because yeah. You know, it was a rude awakening being 25 and playing around here and then going up to the city. Right. Like, oh, my God. I am not that good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was yeah. like a, a wake-up call. Oh, dude, step it up. But that's why you surround you know? yourself with people like that, right? You know, I mean, exactly. it helps you, you learn. Know, like, you know, like Joey Price and Howard Guitar Lutke and Sam. Mm-hmm. Like, them guys. Totally. It's like a paid, a paid guitar lesson every time we do a gig. Right. Me, <laughs> you know, and I get to watch, grew up watching these, like Joe Price and Power. I've been watching those guys since I was like three, playing with those guys. Oh, cool. I mean, it's pretty cool that mm-hmm. I, you know, that you get to do that, you know. And, but anyway. Very cool. Very cool. Um, well, we're about out of time here, so we're going to yep. wrap things up. Uh, I want to play one more tune as we go out, but uh, how can people find uh, the new record, True Story, and merch and find out about shows? Um, DeeceProductions.com, D-E-E-C-E Productions.com. Um, we have a merchandise, the Deece Store, it's called. Um, you can get T-shirts, lighters, CDs, and then Spotify, iTunes, Apple. It's out, it's out on all the digital platforms. Cool. So. Awesome, awesome. Well, I highly recommend everyone go check out Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball's album, True Story. Uh, we've played a lot of it today, but there's still yep. other tunes to discover, so check it out. Yep. Deeceproductions.com. And then uh, and GregHallMusic.com. Okay, and GregHallMusic.com. Cool. Well, um, thanks for joining us today, Greg. We really appreciate it. Yeah, man. I appreciate you. For Big sure, time. for sure. And I can't wait to see you guys again. I might uh, see you at that uh, show at the Meyer Barn. That sounds really cool. Yeah, man. It's going to be, we got room in the bus. You want to jump on? You awesome. To. I might take you up on that. Um, all right, buddy. All right, cool, man. Well, this is Sober in October. This is from Greg Hall and the Wrecking Ball's new album, True Story. Pick it up at deeceproductions.com. Uh, thanks so much, Greg. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy. All right. Thanks, man. Six.
thanks again to Greg Hall for joining us today on The Sound. For more information on Greg and his new album, True Story, go to greghallmusic.com or deeceproductions.com. For more deep dives into local and regional albums, tune into The Sound every Wednesday night at 6 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Greg Hall with his new album, True Story, on The Sound. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org. Theme music for The Sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.